Blessed are the merciful, for they shall have mercy, we find within the Gospel of Matthew. Setting the stage for this and all the attitudes, let's go back to a time when this was spoken. It was a land of little mercy. The Roman occupiers were ruthless, for such was the job description of occupiers. The Jewish leaders were ruthless in their own way, as they had sets of rules that they depended upon from years prior that often included the sentence of death. And the Roman occupiers let them have their way. The tax collectors were ruthless as well for their personal income dependent on how much tax they could extract. So for Jesus to speak of mercy as a quality to be cultivated or practiced probably got the attention of his hearers and raised a few eyebrows. So what is mercy? Well, in today's language, dictionary style, it is defined as compassionate or kindly forbearance shown toward an offender, an enemy, or another person in one's power. So in all probability, this isn't the only definition of the word that Jesus had in mind. For there were very few Roman soldiers in his audience, I'll bet you as well as it being very dubious that the temple leaders were present and hanging on his every word. While Jesus was many things, depending on who you might ask, the word radical thinker would be used by some, and perhaps that is an understatement. No, his, his audience was the average person who was very aware of their oppressive society they were very aware of the promised Messiah and wanting this Messiah to be a very capable warrior who would instigate the overthrow of the Roman occupation. As Mary Ellen and I do research on what others have said about the commandments and the Beatitudes, it's interesting to see some of these things. We encounter many different thoughts and perceptions and some of them are very interesting in the Divine Constitution by a gentleman by the name of Charles Zachariah Smith. He synonymically, that's my word this morning, references the word merciful along with sympathy and tolerance. And I've never seen that at all, even to the point of including it within a few comments this morning. A few years ago, I participated in a postgraduate activity while attending the yearly ministerial conference. The presenter used the word tolerance in some context that I now, for the most part, forget. Later in her presentation, I asked her for her definition of tolerance or tolerate, and she was not really able to do that. I asked her if another word might better fit in what she was trying to say and get across acceptance? Well, she was not overly tolerant nor accepting of, of my comment on, on that afternoon. Do you practice in your life the word acceptance or tolerance? You know, very much like the dictionary definition of mercy, we might be surprised as to one of the meanings of tolerance, which is simply to put up with. Often tolerance is putting up with someone or something, but almost always with a holier-than-thou attitude, saying, I'm right, I'm better than you, but for a moment I'll try to put that aside. We had a person who briefly was in our radar screen in our family, who, as his light was fading, said, 
you folks are good people, sometimes even better than I. We joke about that, Mary Ellen and I, many times. Acceptance is a gift of perception and belief that we give to another without judgment as to the rightness or wrongness of anything. In the old Soviet Union city of St. Petersburg years ago, I bought a shawl for Mary Ellen from a prostitute. Was the shawl any less perfect because of the woman's career choice? Or was the woman any less perfect than God created her because of the same? She was a very beautiful woman. And as she got out of the taxi cab, she turned to me and she said, Bye-bye. So as we let the mind scan all the differences we can imagine, the differences represented here in this place, the differences represented in the world in every which possible way to make each human being unique, acceptance is simply the gift that allows everything to be just perfect as it is. Can I allow the woman to be perfect in her profession? You betcha. And can I extrapolate this to cover absolutely everyone and everything? Yeah, I can. And then, going back to the book that, we, that I read, you, you, you practice sympathy or compassion. Whenever I find the need to find a card that I want to send to somebody, and I go and I look, and almost all of them use the word what? Sympathy, don't they? You know, my deepest. Sympathy has the meaning of, harmony of, or agreement in, feeling as between persons, or on the part of one person with respect to another. Now, in my simple book of definitions, sympathy is jumping into the pit with another person and sharing their pain. Compassion is understanding that, yeah, there may be a pit, yeah, there may be a person in it, but the pit does not have reality or eternality and assistance can be better extended from the lip or edge of the pit, not down in it. This beatitude or an attitude that we can each choose to be is really metaphysics 101, yet because the majority of people do not really acknowledge that life is something, an energy that works through them and not to them, it is then thought that the only wrong thing that we can do in life is to get caught and that everything else is but the roll of the dice and that we certainly couldn't be having input into how our life appears and certainly how we think couldn't be ever giving direction to our life. I think of the song from the 50s. Remember the one standing on the corner watching all the girls go by? Remember? You can't go to jail for what you're thinking, etc., etc., etc. So, leaving the thought about the girls aside for a moment, how do you think all of our physical, emotional, financial jails come to be? Well, we stood on some corner of consciousness and generated the thought that there was something other than God within us something other than what God created us to be. And this belief was so strong that it became the standard and that created consciousness and that sends forth, as it always does, to central carpentry and casting and the result became our life. When did we do this? Well, 
perhaps we made a decision to explore separation and and whether we did what we do for experience or by not fully realizing what it is that we are doing that's sort of a moot point today but each belief strongly held becomes consciousness and consciousness you know that's what we take with us into each moment within absolutely everywhere we find ourselves in the kingdom be it this dimension be it this frequency of, of expression or any other one and that becomes then the standard from which everything evolves no matter where we are we take ourselves with us so Jesus said blessed are the merciful for they shall have mercy and you suppose he just left it there and moved onward I doubt it for this thought was so very revolutionary that it demanded more to be said however his hearers probably didn't move in moss to a complete understanding of how this works that the mind flows and demonstrates in life but a seed was planted so with the more contemporary definition of mercy or merciful that that speaks to compassion we extend what to an offender to an enemy or to someone under our power we find the opportunity of realizing that this isn't the only definition as we seek to see within this beatitude a stepping stone toward our awareness of greater good for few of us would claim to have an enemy or few of us would claim the regular definition of what mercy might mean so we we look at synonyms and we find four that I think are quite obvious we find kindness we find compassion we find understanding we find forgiveness well within the realm of the understanding of this beatitude in the light of today as we realize it to be but a statement of the law of cause and effect you do this this happens to you and goes well beyond the meaning of kindly forbearance to an enemy or to someone under our control however the people who heard this beatitude they were very well within this application of it and it applied then as now you ever consider yourself in life to be a victim if you yet hold this thought and many of its first and second cousins then really not too much can ever happen with life changes for life change asks of us the understanding of how consciousness works that we are in the loop remember the bit about central carpentry and casting so here we will find in unity we will find compassion we will find acceptance we will find tools by which consciousness can be changed for if we change that our lives change here you will not find a theology of commiseration of sympathy of tolerance and certainly not one that says oh you poor dear you are the victim of the world a quick fix when we begin this thought process not usually although we have seen some very wonderful healings that have taken place in the body and the affairs and lives but you know you and I have been working on the inputting process into consciousness for a very 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 long time the joke in the computer world is what junk in junk out well does it matter if we are aware of the junk we're putting in the computer doesn't acknowledge does it matter 
the junk we are putting in through thought and feeling into consciousness so that, well, I was just kidding or it doesn't really bear to the truth and so therefore there will be not a demonstration of it. No. And yet you say, but, but Larry, you know, God is love. So how does that work? Yes. And this is what love does. Begin to seriously monitor input into consciousness via thought and word Ask the God-indwelling Holy Spirit for guidance, and it is as if we get a ten-for-one return, and things begin to happen. Why? For the universe only wants one thing for us. In God there is no such thing as vengeance, no such thing as retaliation, no jot and tittle nonsense, and no punishment. The universe just wants us to awaken to who and what we are in God and who and what God is in us. And it is as if, once we do that, there isn't even a slate to wipe clean. So, looking at the synonyms, where can we make the choice to extend more kindness into our lives? What does kindness do? Well, kindness simply establishes an environment of harmony between us and another person. Now, unless one has some perverse need for contentiousness and their life is somehow weird if it doesn't have drama at its very foundation, we find it very efficacious to treat each moment with the gift of kindness and sensitivity. This is mercy as we feel into another's feelings and their possible insecurities. Where does... Uh, compassion come into this then as a synonym what does it do well, it realizes that indeed someone might have gotten themselves into a pit within aspects of their lives and that the light at the end of the tunnel if perceived at all might be very dim again unless one has some perverse need to be right they don't go for the juggler but they show consideration, they show empathy, and if nothing more than a smile and a hug, and the understanding that, yeah, I can, I seek to understand where you are. Where can one make the choice to extend more understanding into our lives? What does it do? Well, it realizes, like the fish that is found thrashing about madly in a pond, stirring up the silt, making breathing and vision difficult for all the other fish that we do not always perceive the hook that another has in his mouth and that then his response of anger or unkindness simply being a choice to survive in that moment mercy includes the gift of understanding and not a rush to judgment perhaps again a kind word a smile and a hug. Where can we make the choice to extend more forgiveness into our lives? Another synonym. Well, as we are learning, while forgiveness appears to be something that we extend to another, it is really something that we are extending to ourselves. And as the song we are singing now Sundays reminds us that only we can lighten our load. So being merciful and substituting the word forgiving, while the gift might be an adjunct to another's journey, where it actually does its greatest work is within our consciousness because unforgiveness does what? It clogs the pipes of consciousness for it but affirms that something other than God is real and accepts, appoints, 
a task of judgment upon another, condemnation and sometimes retaliation, and we are the only ones that are harmed. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall have mercy. You know, if there appears to be little kindness, little compassion, little understanding and forgiveness expressed toward you in your world, examine the possibilities that you may have genuinely extended very little of these qualities. I say genuinely, for if we but give lip service to such and deep within our mind and heart saying something else, you know, as the joke says, I love you, but you know what I'm thinking, huh? then we are fooling ourselves. And Metaphysics 101 tells us that we can now experience only what we have decreed. But the good done in free principle. And yet because it, like all else, reinforces the truth that we are in the loop of either allowing or disallowing abundance to flow. Initially, for some, it's a kind of rather large pill to swallow. Simply stated, if we yet maintain practices or beliefs that reinforce the opposite to mercy, namely unforgiveness, a mind that is quick to place a judgment upon another, a choice to always be on the receiving end and seldom on the giving end of the coin, and all the rest, these choices place something like a force field through which the abundant kingdom has very difficult a difficulty in penetrating. Here we might see the translation. Blessed are they who practice beneficence with their wealth, for the universe shall give back in kind. Mercy also has the connotation of giving and sharing, and because we live in a universe of law and principle, such are almost always the hallmark of individuals who are in the flow of the abundant universe. On occasion, you may have heard, and we have heard, someone who was having a, uh, a challenge in their financial lives, they, they have made the statement, when everything seems to fail, they say, well, something has to give. And what they often fail to realize is that something is a someone, and they is this. Seriously, do some thinking, open the door of the mind, to the practice of tithing. It works. Tithing in the same manner that you would want to receive from the kingdom consistently, accurately, and joyfully. So blessed are we when we understand what we extend returns to our lives. Have you seen the bumper sticker that says, May God grant you twice what you wish for me? That's kind of perverse in a way, but... so. So as you, as I, as we extend understanding, compassion, forgiveness, and kindness, and if there is any balancing that needs to be done, it is done the quicker once we decide to do it. And once we start the other downhill, which isn't a bad thing, it means momentum is picking up. Good things will happen, for such is the will of the universe for you. You are beloved of God. Remember that.